don't know about you, but I've tried dancing in the dark. Doesn't work for me. Uh, but we do have someone who's uh, a bit of a boxer. So we're going to take you from a bit of darkness there. That was uh, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. And we have the boss when it comes to boxing and training. The name Durant is definitely boss. You want to stick around. We've got the son, Damien. And he's up uh, talking about a bet that he's put some money where his mouth is. You want to find out more? Don't go too far. We also have some results for you. Novak Djokovic, uh, some good consolation for him. Uh, breaking, I think it was Pitt Sampras's number one record at the top. So uh, some consolation for this year. And Novak Djokovic, uh, he took down, I think, Huber Hakash. And uh, he was uh, quite good there at the ATP Paris Masters. Super solid performance. And, uh, of course, Hakash. Didn't have much in terms of, uh, you know, anything for the Djokovic machine. He went down, uh, well, he beat uh, uh, Huber Hakash 3-6, 6-love, 7-6. And now he's into the final. And uh, Djokovic had taken a seven-week break before his dreams of a Grand Slam sweep were dashed by Daniel Medvedev. That was the U.S. Open final. So exciting times ahead. Uh, and in the, in the all-time leading list, you've got seven times is Novak Djokovic We've got Pete Sampras at number six. Jimmy Connors, number five. Roger Federer as well shares uh, number five in terms of uh, titles and Rafa Nadal. So uh, Djokovic is up there. Is he the GOAT? Well, there's been plenty of uh, arguments surrounding that. But we do have, when it comes to, you know, the greatest of all time uh, in terms of boxing, nothing, you know, shines a light to the name Durant. And Damien is joining us. He's uh, going to be talking about some exciting things happening with uh, boxing and a challenge that he did against uh, Marco Louis. Damien, welcome to the show. Hi, good evening. How are you? Ah, awesome to have you. And I think you come with such expectations. I'm sorry because, you know, your dad was Nick Duran and, and you can't run away from that fact because you must have, well, I mean, panned down the baton because you're not following in your father's footsteps. Thank you so much. Yeah, my father brought a lot of excitement to the sport. So I thought, why not uh, bring a little bit of excitement to the fight uh, Dan and Tayson versus Rook and App. So, yeah, we put our money where our mouth is and there's a bet going. So, <laughs> yes. So, how, so you put 10,000 rand. Is this from your own pocket? Is this an ego thing for you? That's not an ego thing. It's just about confidence. You know, I really believe in Brandon oh. Tayson. He's come a long way. And uh, I really believe in him. And I wanted to see if the, the manager of uh, Rook and App had the same uh, confidence as me and he says he has, so we'll see on the 4th of December. You know, this is money coming out of our own pockets. And uh, it just shows how much we believe in our fighters. And I think it's a good thing for the sport because it brings excitement to it. And it shows that we're willing to put everything into it to try and bring out the best out of our fighters to, to give the public something great. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> you know, boxing, especially international boxing, has come to be known for a lot of trash talking. Is there something about this in that that you are proposing? I think it's. Uh, I think trash talking is just part of building events, and I think this is part of it. However, though, when it comes to my boy winning on the night, I will be collecting my money, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence is definitely key, and we can tell you have plenty of that. Now, you know, we always go to America. We talk about Mayweather. He's a bit of a household name. Pacquiao, De La Hoya, Evander Holyfield. Uh, South Africa, who are the front runners? Who are the big names? Who can we say, you know, these are the boys to watch out for? Definitely, you know, uh, Brandon Taysa and Rook and Nap are talented kids. They 
prospects for the future. You know, they're still in the development phase of their careers, but they, they're showing prospectiveness. You know, they, they, they've got the goods. Both of them have got a bright future in boxing, and it's exciting to see them match up. And we know local derbies, there's nothing better. You know, as the saying goes, local is lacquer. So <laughs> we look forward to it. And, you know, South Africa has always produced great boxers over the years. We've seen it. We've produced in excess of like nearly 180 world champions in over the years. So we've got quality in South Africa. We just lack the exposure. And and every now and again, when we do get our exposure, our athletes perform and we bring back world titles. And we need to give credit to those athletes. You know, there's been many over the years. And I think South Africa will produce many in the future as well. Now, you, together with Brandon... Uh, both your dads, I mean, Brandon's dad was Andre Tice, your dad, Nick Durant. There seems to be a bit of a legacy battle going on here. Definitely. You know, it's not even just a battle. I think it's something that we want to accomplish together. You know, I know Brandon's goal is to become a world champion and uh, 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 and exceed his, his father's credentials. His father was South African champion, Commonwealth champion. His dad fought for the WBC world title. So his dad was a great a South African boxing representative and he came back into the sport as a promoter and he did wonders, you know. Mm. Uh, Brandon's dad was the guy that got Raw Knapp's career going as well as Brandon. So there's a little bit more interest in this fight in the sense that Brandon's dad promoted both these boxers. And here they are fighting in a rematch again. The first fight was a great fight. And uh, the second's going to be as well. You know, both athletes want to produce uh, the results on the night. They want to take their careers further. Um, and as for myself, in terms of my legacy, you know, I, I'm, I'm adding to my father's legacy and, mm. I, and I'm growing as to, I'm, I'm building and adding more to as to what my father made up. And uh, that's just my, my drive at the end of the day, is adding to my father's legacy, continue producing champions and making him proud and also putting South African fighters on the map and, and, and doing well for the sport. You know, I mean, you remind me so much of Eddie Hearn, you know, when he said, without me, people wouldn't be talking about boxing. And he was also someone that whose dad was very prominent and, and, and obviously coming out of his dad's shadow. Um, what has been some of the learnings from someone like your dad, Nick Durant? You know, funny enough, you bring up the name Eddie Hearn and uh, the legacy he has from his father, Barry. And uh, what he's produced, you know, his father was a very good promoter. Eddie's taken it to a whole nother level and he's he recently brought out a book called Relentless and uh, I'm not one for reading I prefer to listen and uh, I downloaded an app called Audible and I and I got the book and I listened to it mm. and the biggest key to business and sports is being relentless and no matter what you do when you're training in the gym you need to be relentless in your work ethic when you Putting business deals or fights together, you need to be relentless. And I took that, and I took that away, and I thought it was very valuable information, especially being a young trainer manager in the sport, and Eddie Hearn being one of the leading promoters at such a young age in the world. So, you know, I, I've grown up around boxing. I've taken a lot of what my dad's um, given me and what I've learned from him, and I've and I've opened my mind up to taking on advice and uh, and learning from other people as well because. I want to be the best I can be and bring out the best in the sports of boxing. And, you know, at the end of the day, this is a fight game. Uh, as well as it's a sports, it's a business, and we need to bring 
a form of entertainment. And I think that, that, that bet that we laid, it just brought a bit of spice to the event. It, it brought some marketability. Like we're talking about it tonight. If I didn't do it, would we be on the radio tonight? You know what I mean? So you, you, you've got to be strategic in the way you do things. It's exciting for the fans. We're going to have 250 people there. Um, it's going to be nice, exciting. There's good fights on the cards, you know? Just mm. get people excited about going back to live events. Uh, that's incredible, you know. And we, I don't know if we are there yet, but I have to ask you... Uh, in terms of catching a lot of boxing, there isn't n- many platforms that show it. Uh, are you working on other platforms, streaming, uh, like they do in the States? Have you signed up on, on you know, promoting platform in terms of, if you look at how well, uh, and I was looking at the match that's going to be happening tonight with Saul Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant. I mean, there was a big fight preview. And I remember one of the comments from someone saying, man, these Americans, they just know how to do it well. They do, they do, and uh, we need to take something away. However, I don't believe in the pay-per-view model in South Africa. I think uh, boxing is a is a people sport, and for people with all factors of affordability, guys that can afford it and some that can't afford it, and I think the viewership needs to be affordable to everyone, and that's why I believe a pay-per-view model is not right in South Africa. Um, I believe... Uh, Viewers should be able to watch sports for free. Example, boxing on SABC, it should be for free so that everyone can get familiar with the sports and watch it when they want to. I believe there is a partial pay-per-view model that could be introduced to South Africa. You know, you've got, a, you've got, a, you've got something called Vision View. Mm. The guys charge like 30 rand a month. I think that's an affordable streaming network. If we could get to a stage where you know, if we have a boxing app for 10, 15 rand a month, and you're able to watch the boxing. For me, boxing needs to be affordable. Um, you know, South Africans don't have the same affordability as Americans. But one thing we do have is we, we love sport, and we've seen it over the time in our country that sport brings unity, whether it's uh, soccer, rugby, cricket, boxing, whatever it does, it brings people together. And uh, I think the, the more affordable it is, the, the better it is for our country. And I think you are on that right path when it comes to promoting boxing and putting out there. And yes, SABC Sport, we do showcase um, plenty here. I mean, even Tabiso Musia, who's uh, the boxing advocate, you know. So boxing, it, it used to be pretty big back in the day. It seems to have lost a bit of his luster in terms of media. And, uh, and it feels like it's coming back on track. Definitely, you know, it's... it's uh like you said, Sabiso's got a, a great channel. He, he puts out great content. He always brings relevance to boxing. He always digs deep. He likes to find out more about, as to what's happening. We just need to, I, I'll say in boxing, up our, our promoters need to up their game in terms of marketability. We need to be more out there. And I think as our athletes, you know, when we, we have these world champions, but what we, do, what we don't take away from that we see with other top uh, Americans, uh, Americans, English fighters that are world champions, they mix with other top athletes from outside of their sport. Mm. And what I find is when we have our world champions, our boys don't mix with the, the biggest rugby players and the, the biggest uh, soccer players in our country. You know, we don't see our big names hanging out with Sia Kalisa and those kind of guys. Mm. And that's what we need to create. We need to create... Uh, uh, a, 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 no boundary in terms of social aspects so that we can draw crowds from different avenues. You know, 
if C is hanging around with one of our world champions, we could draw some of the rugby fans towards boxing and vice versa. And I think that's important. Our athletes need to uh, mix with other athletes. And I think that's important. And that success, you know, of hanging out with people who are equal or far more successful than you are. Because they do say, you know, if you're the most successful or the most or the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So hang out with other people who are aspirational or, you know, you can learn a lot from other sporting codes. And I agree completely with what you're saying. And that is definitely not trash talking, okay? Because, you know, your boxing promoters are big on that. So thank you, Damien, for that. Now, if you lose your bet, all right, with this match, will there be a rematch? Look, everyone's saying that if uh, Rock has to beat Brandon, there has to be a third fight. But what I can tell you on the 4th of December is Brandon Taser will knock out Rook and that again. Brandon is in the prime of his career. He's 27 years old. He's got ambition. He wants to become a world champion. Like I say, Rook is only like 22 years old. It's still very early in his career. Um, he's got a lot of time in front of him. And for me, Brandon doesn't have any speed bumps he needs to face at this point in his career. And that's why he gives everything he's got. Now, going into this fight, you must also remember his dad passed away a couple of minutes ago. There's a lot at stake for this boy. He wants to make his father proud. He needs to make his father proud. And uh, he wants to do this for his dad. Like I said, his father promoted both boxes. And uh, in the first fight, his son came out on top. And I'm sure he wants his son to come up on top again. So Brandon's giving everything he's got into training. He's looking phenomenal. And... Uh, I expect one hell of a fight, but I know my man will be victorious. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm sure you do. But now, you know, you're, you're speaking of he lost his dad. Do, do you think boxing takes mental health seriously enough? I do. You know, I think um, for Brandon, you know, you could turn around and say maybe this is not going to be good for him. However... Boxing is something that was very important between the relationship between Brandon and his dad. So I think this is something that gives him a bit of edge, a bit of uh, drive. It gives him that little bit of extra when he needs to push through that he wants to make his dad proud. So I think that's going to play its role in this fight. I definitely do. I think he's going to be emotional walking to the ring. But I think it's going to bring out a... The, the lion in him, he's really going to want to get up for the job because I know his dad, he's going to know that his dad is watching over him when he walks into that ring. So he's going to want to give it his all. So I think he'll be in a great mental space. Um, and I expect something special from him. I really, really do. You know, in the last three, four fights of Brandon's, he's really grown and he just continues to grow. And He's got a toolbox of weapons, and he just keeps adding more and more tools to that toolbox. And he'll be able to show it. If Raw comes at his best, he'll just bring out more tools from that toolbox and take care of the job. Ah, we can't wait to check out the way in as well as the stare downs for this encounter. It sounds so exciting, Damien Durant. Where can we catch it? Can we watch it online? You tell us. So the fight will be live on Supersport. I'm not sure which channel yet. Um, but the date is the 4th of December. I know there's a handful of tickets left. You can get them from Golden Gloves. Uh, Jeff Ellis is a man handling the, the tickets. Um, I know they are moving exceptionally fast. You know, we're only four weeks away from the fight. So the sooner you get tickets, the better. We are limited to the numbers. You know, you want to smell that blood. You want to taste that sweat. Uh, 
You need to be there live to see it all. Thank you, Damien Durant, a successful boxing trainer. Something tells me you're not going to come out second best. So, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, watching that fight and uh, following your path on that upward trajectory. And uh, let's talk about cricket. Yes, England, they need 13 runs in two balls to win. I think it's going to be highly unlikely. It looks like the South Africans, they have batted, they have bowled, they have fielded better than England. It's a good close game and something tells me we have this one in the bag. So many, many, many congratulations. Well, we haven't won yet, you know, but I could tell that... um, just two balls left. Indian uh, England need uh, what? 12 runs after one ball to win? Not going to happen, England. Sorry. So uh, an incredible performance for the pro tiers. So, um, yeah, happy. Uh, whether we crash out or not, we gave it our all. We gave it our best. And it appears that um, the likes of Australia, who uh, did exceptionally well in their match against the West Indies, which means that we crash out of the T20 World Cup. But even though we won this game, uh, we have failed in our quest to reach the semi-finals of this year's T20 World Cup. Uh, we posted the 189 for the loss of two wickets uh, against uh, England in Sharjah. But uh, England, well, they passed the total with ease, of course, eliminating the Proteus from the tournament. England and Australia end up qualifying from Group 1 with Pakistan and yet undetermined. So uh, we may have won this match, but we are not through, unfortunately. So um, Australia having the bigger total in that match. So England and Australia end up qualifying from Group 1 with Pakistan. And there's uh, yet an undetermined second side from Group 2 to complete the final four. But you know what, Proteas? You did your best. You gave it your all. Um, I mean, to say we crashed out is... uh, Pretty harsh, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, that's just the way it is, uh, you know. Uh, it's the conundrum that we have, but we did do an exceptional, exceptional performance today on the pitch here in Sharjah, and um, well done. So far, well done. We may have not gotten through, but well done to us.